Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 547, Social Drag, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. How's it going, old friend? Happy Saturday. Welcome to the podcast where I simply narrate blogs for you so you don't have to find time looking for them or sitting down and staring at a screen for more hours every day. And I'm back with a post from Steve Pavlina. I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short for you because I've got a pretty busy weekend, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Social Drag by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Social drag is what happens when you undergo a significant personal shift, yet everyone around you still treats you the same. Suppose you've decided to switch careers. Even though you're still working in your old career, mentally you've already made the leap to the new one, and it's only a matter of time before your external reality reflects that. But the people around you haven't yet internalized your shift. It isn't real to them yet, so they keep interacting with you as if you haven't made the shift at all. Has this ever happened to you? Every significant shift I've experienced has had a corresponding level of social drag. Whenever a person makes a significant change in their lives, it can take the rest of the world a few years to catch up. This is especially true with family and friends that you don't see often. Their mental model of who you are is likely to drift behind the real you. Whenever I experience a major personal shift, It always takes my extended family and friends a while to get it. After college, when I started Dexterity Software, my parents still behaved as if I was looking for a job, like many college students would be expected to do after graduation. They mailed me job applications and sent me employment leads, but I just junked them. It took a couple years for them to internalize the idea that I was running my own business, even though I'd already made that commitment from day one and had no interest in working for someone else. I think it was around the time I received a check for $50,000 from a publisher that they finally got it. More recently, when I told them I performed in an improv comedy show, they reacted with surprise. For Steve 2004, this behavior would be a little surprising, but doing improv is pretty consistent with Steve 2006's behavior. My local friends weren't really surprised. I've been giving humorous speeches for a year and a half. Another cause of social drag is when there are artifacts of your old self left behind giving people a glimpse of who you once were, but not of who you are today. For example, while I was actively building Dexterity Software, I wrote a number of articles on game development and marketing, most of them between 1999 and 2002. Those articles became very popular, and I decided to keep them online in the hopes that people might still find some value in them. The copyright dates are listed at the bottom of each article. Unfortunately, people who read these old articles today often react as if I just wrote them yesterday, and people who knew me two years ago seemed to assume that I'd offer the same advice today as I did several years ago. Heck no. 
the indie game scene has changed a lot since then. If I were active in the industry today, I'd do things very differently. My old articles serve as advice on how to run an indie games business five years ago, not how to run one today. Many of the high-level ideas still hold true, but the more specific details are largely obsolete. The shareware distribution model has changed markedly since I wrote those articles. Today's independent developers should skate where the puck is going, not where it's been. Thanks to social drag, there's this ghost version of Steve Pavlina that still lingers in the indie games industry long after I retired. People periodically debate his old ideas as if they're modern ones. Some of the stuff people attribute to him is amusing in a sad sort of way. As time goes on, he drifts further and further away, performing whatever role social drag assigns. Social drag keeps him alive. Some people praise him for helping them, others scorn him for giving them bad advice, yet he exists only in their minds. The real human being from which this ghost spawned has long since moved on. Social drag is mainly a nuisance, but it can be more serious if the drag threatens to slow you down or to erase your progress. You can choose to accept and then ignore it, which often works well when you're dealing with acquaintances like coworkers you're about to leave behind anyway. But if you're dealing with friends or family members who will be around for a while, I recommend doing something to interrupt their old pattern of relating to you so you create space for them to get to know the new you. What's the best way to interrupt someone's outdated method of relating to you? The most obvious approach is to verbally correct the person and remind him or her of your shift. This works well with some people, but often find that it doesn't stick. It lacks the power to break people's old patterns. I find humor to be more effective. A little shock value can help too if used appropriately. It isn't necessary to burn your old self in effigy, but feel free to poke fun at the person's old way of relating to you until they finally get it. One of my favorite approaches is to do a reversal. You let the other person know their model is outdated by relating to them in a humorously outdated way as well, so you're reflecting their error back to them and exaggerating it. For example, you might treat a divorced friend as if she or he is still married. This will get the other person's attention and encourage him or her to update the mental model of who you are now. A bit of teasing works well on people with a healthy sense of humor, such as your typical ornery game developer. But a straightforward, heartfelt explanation tends to work better with people who are more sensitive to the emotions of others. I don't recall ever meeting a game developer like that, though. You just listened to the post titled Social Drag by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I definitely related to this both as an entrepreneur and as the baby of the family. If you're the youngest in the family, you might have had this happen to you too where you're always seen as the baby. But like you mentioned, entrepreneurs get it a lot too. And you'll see it more and more now that you've heard about it. It'll pop up all over the place. Speaking of all over the place, I'm gonna be at the Minimalist Tour in San Diego tomorrow, then Los Angeles and likely San Francisco too. So if you're going to any of those, you're welcome to say hi if you see me. I'll probably wear my Optimal Living Daily t-shirt. Oh, by the way, if you want one, you can get one for $10 plus shipping. Just come by oldpodcast.com and get in touch with me there. You can contact me, email me, and I'll tell you how to get it. But yeah, if you're going to see The Minimalist, maybe you'll find me there. 
And I should get going since it's going to be a busy weekend. Hope you have a great one. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.